Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to a another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop with Burn Nick and with me as always... It's Gator. And it's New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Happy everybody. Happy New Year's. We're going to be drinking. We are. Get their day drink on. <laughs> Let's be real. We're having a little bit of champagne. California champagne. It's a brute. Didn't uh, Orson Welles do a champagne commercial? He did the one about the green penis. No. no. That was a bit for the critic. <laughs> I know. And it was making fun of a real-life commercial that Orson Welles did about champagne. You can really taste the green penis. That, there were green peas. They were green peas. It was frozen peas. It pea. was the peas. It was nuts. frozen peas. But he was complimenting, compliment, saying you can really taste the green pea. Ness, yes, N E S S. But the way he said it, he goes, you know, you, you can really taste the green penis, and it was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but, the but Hulk again, perked up. But again, that was the critic. That was not reality. Reality was <laughs> those the real those lines often blur for me. Not, not, and I love how you're referencing a cartoon that like. Was out in what the nineties and like pretty- somebody somebody watching got that. I mean, I love the critic, but you know, nonetheless. Um, anyway, but no, he did like one with uh, with champagne. And it was there you real. go. I'm gonna go ahead and see what I can do to get this opened well, up. While you're doing that, we are gonna be smoking. Why don't we go ahead and talk about that? Because it is New Year's, and you know what finer uh, cigar to go with uh, some champagne? But the Perdomo Reserve tenth anniversary. Champagne. See how that, you know, synerg- what we did there. Synergy. Synergy. Now, I was going to open this with my batleth, but I realized I left it at the farm. That's probably for the best. <laughs> so, what? Are, so, okay. So, you got to twist the uh, cork there. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't shoot my eye or your eye out with a cork. This feels like a bad eye. Oh, God, no. <laughs> don't do I'm that. I'm not going to do it. Guys, he got out his gherkin knife. I've seen people do it. He got out his gherkin knife, and he was getting ready to, like, slice the bottle. I've seen people do it. But see, you don't do it like that. you got to take it more like the base and, like, go along the glass. And also, by the way, it's like a freaking giant long knife. Well, that's why I was going to use the batleth. That's not, uh, yeah, that's not. I got a machete inside. Do you want me to go grab that? I mean, you could potentially do it with that, but it would be. Or I'll just do this. That'll work. Oh, (laughs) shit. <laughs> Jeff just spooged himself. There, I champagne myself. There's, there's champagne spooge all over. <laughs> now I know what the girls feel like. <laughs> Do you? Do you? Or the lady boys? <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Anyway. Now, now, I was going to use a coffee mug for the champagne because I don't have any flutes. But... Well, I mean, I've got a flute, but I don't have any champagne flutes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Meat flute. Meat flute. flute. Goes along with the meat flour. (laughs) And then I was going to use just plastic cups, and I thought, no. So I went ahead and uh, went to the wine glasses. I mean, yeah, they're not technically proper for the champagne, the champagne. No. You know, but uh, they uh, are you dripping? Probably. I think you're dripping. I dribble sometimes. Oh, my God. God. Anyway, so yes, as I was saying, we're smoking the uh, Perdomo Reserve. Yeah, what the hell? 
Jeff, the last time you said that, you got really <laughs> wasted on the show. So maybe pissed maybe, off a listener. Maybe cut that off, okay? <laughs> anyway, well, we got a whole bottle. What are we gonna do with it? I you, you, day drinking after the show, but for right now, you know, no, that's okay. what it is. That cork ain't um, going back in. Look at that. No, you're you're committed. You're committed. Yeah. Um, anyway, so no, it's the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne featuring a USA Connecticut Shade Wrapper, a uh, Nicaraguan Binder, and Nicaraguan Filler. We are smoking the Epicure, which comes in the um, 6x54 okay. size. So, Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year, Nicholas. Happy New Year, Jeffy. Ah, that's good bubbly. Oh, it is bubbly. It's bubbly. It's Corbell. Jeff got the Corbell. I did get the Corbell. He got the Corbell. Anyway, so it's time Ooh. that we go ahead and uh, cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. Most sticky from the champagne. I'm getting alarming. I mean. I, again, I know what the <laughs> girls feel like. God damn it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. Guys, he's got a great selection of cigars. I was just over there uh, the other night hanging out with uh, the guys in the lounge. We yep. were watching the Blues game. And, uh, you know, we just had a fun time. It was a good time um, hanging out with uh, Lil John and Miss Cindy and Dan and, and Jane and just having great cigars. Um, I know he uh, recently got in a whole big selection of uh Aganorsa, including the JFR Ooh. line and everything. Um, so there's lots of good stuff to pick from over there. And the thing is, if you're in the St. Louis area, you can swing by, you can check out the humidor, you can see, you know, all the great selection of cigars. But if you're not in the St. Louis area and you still want to partake, all you got to do is just give him a call. Yep. And he can put together a uh, a care package of, As it si- were. of singles, boxes, accessories, you know, whatever. He's got a lot of accessories in. He, he really stocked up on the accessories uh, prior to Christmas. Yep. So, you know, he's got uh, from from the low-cost options, you know, the basic options, all the way up to some high-end stuff. You know, he's got lighters, cutters, you know, humidors, ashtrays, all kinds of stuff. So, anyway, give Dan the Man Ponder a call over at Riverman and... Uh, you know, let him be your brick and mortar. Amen. So it's Dan the Man Ponder, Riverman Cigar Company. And with that, it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. I just realized I have to get mine out of the cellophane. Uh, of course you do. I need to get a Ooh, this one's packed little in there. screwdriver. Cause the, the I thought other, you were going to have them try to fix it at TPE. Yeah, I'm worried it's not going to last at TPE. This little screw, you notice, is getting higher and higher. So I think it needs to be screwed down. Oh, it's got a special, like, hex head on it. Yeah. So I need to... Well, they make little screwdrivers of hex heads. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the best place to get them is over, around here is over at uh, Micro Center. Because the little computer screwdrivers, they have all the different ones. Well, I would also think, like, an eyeglass kit would probably have something like that, maybe. I don't know if maybe. it's going to have that hex head on it. Uh, possibly not. Got it. Oh, we've got the sun creeping in Oh, man. Yeah, it came out from behind the clouds. Yeah. So. Which is good. It hides... It's like burning no, out the girth. No, it, accentu- you think it highlights it. It okay. accentuates. It accentuates the guts. Let me if see here. If you're watching on, on while you're talking, I'm going to fix this for if you. You're watching on the YouTube's the sun. Oh, you've got one completely missing. Yes, that's the one I have to have replaced, and then I have the other one that's like starting to come out. So, and if the other one comes out, then we're really going to be in trouble. So, well, you are. Well, 
I mean, you use that enough that I would qualify it as you would also be in trouble. True. Anyway, so I'm going to do the cold draw here. I know exactly. I know the cigar backwards and forwards. I've smoked so many of these. I, I yeah, that's think, not working at all. I think. Oh well, that's. Good. I was trying to screw the thing back in with a knife. Yeah, that's going to come apart on you soon. I can feel it. It's shaky. Exactly. Yeah. So Calibri, I need my SV cutter fixed. Anyway, um, I'm gonna do a cross cut. Okay. Look at that. How pretty is that? I've had so many. I of love these a things. good cross cut. You know, you got that caramely kind of nutty sweetness to the uh, to the cigar on the cold draw. Yeah, this is one of your favorites. Yep. And uh, maybe do the cold retro. I am. I've had so many of these. Yeah, it's good. It's just so good. It so is good. I'm going to go ahead and fire this guy up. Okay, then. Now, today on the show, we are going to be going over... Um, okay, that one broke, but that's why I bring it back up. Uh, I'm having issues, too. We're is gonna, it just too windy? Uh, I don't know. Do you have butane in yours? Uh-huh. There we go. Since we burn through all of our lighters. I know, right? Um, no, today we're going to be going over our top five cigars for 2021. Now, yes. these are top five cigars that we have smoked in 2021 uh, on the show. And okay, see now that right out of the gate, we're on, not on the same page because I thought it was just our top five cigars of the year, like the ones I like to smoke. Yeah, but it's not necessarily ones that I did on the show. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I you I, need to be more clear in your instructions. I thought it was ones on the show. Well, it's, it, we'll, we'll do our own things. As, oh. all, as we're off to do. Okay. All right. I don't know what to use today. That's fine. I guess we'll do that. What? I'm going to bust out my smoking cat approved cigar stand. Look at you. There it is. Look at you. Well, okay then. Um, I guess we'll be doing completely different things. But you know, hey, okay. whatever. We've done that's happened many times. I mean, it, yeah, I yeah. guess. Anyway, um, but before we get into that, initial thoughts. Right when you light it up. Again, I know exactly what I'm it's getting It's a good cigar. Yeah. It's a good cigar. It's smooth. Uh, it's got that nuttiness to it. It's got some uh, little bit of spice to it. Yep. If you hit the retro hail on it, I will guarantee you'll get a little bit of spice to the retro hail, some pepper and whatnot. That's that Nicaraguan tobacco coming Ooh, through. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that's just an initial burst. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. This cigar is one that... I think a lot of people are deceptively fooled by. They think that it's going to be, you know, just a standard wheat Connecticut, and yeah. it's not. It's a really strong Connecticut. Um, there's a lot to it, and uh, it's got a lot of strength to it. So I got to adjust my headset. Okay. Jeff's playing with his locks. Well, I had like <laughs> some that was like tickling my forehead. It's like I don't like that. All right. Weird. Well, do we want to? I guess. Do we want to save the top cigars for whenever uh, Joe Exotic eventually rolls around? We could make that the Joe Exotic, you know? If you want to do that. We could do that. Yeah. You know, we could do that. So uh, now, I didn't bring my phone out. 
Well, that's a problem considering it, it you is. had show prep on it. it. Well, I gave it to you too. So we'll just have to use your phone. But my phone's actually being used for things. Oh, then we got a real problem. Well, maybe you ought to go get your phone. Real I quick. shall go get my phone. Oh, look there! I'll use the cigar prop. Oh my god! I'll be right back. Okay. Well, Jeff is walking away. In the meantime, um, I don't really have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this is awkward. I didn't expect this. He normally has his phone strapped to his hip. Normally, I've got to stop him from taking calls and. And texting people the whole time we're trying to do this. So it's a little unusual for him to have uh, left his phone behind. Anyway. Well. It's chilly. We were supposed to be at Top Shooters today. But Jeff got up and got going really late. And so I had to come to him at the deck. And uh, I would much have preferred to be at Top Shooters today. They have heaters on their patio. No heaters here. It's chilly. It's cool. Where in the hell is his phone at? Anyway. Well, guys, um, no, he, I, I will say Jeff actually did a little bit of show prep. And, of course, the minute he does show prep and I, you know, give him credit and thank him for doing so, he leaves the phone inside to where he now leaves me awkwardly talking to you by myself. This is awkward. I don't know how people do one-man podcasts. Like where they sit and they just talk to themselves. Um, you know, Rush Limbaugh used to do that on the radio, obviously. And I mean, I guess Snurdly was there, but you never heard Snurdly, so whatever. But I, you know, somebody who can go on and do a radio show or a podcast completely by themselves, I give them a lot of credit because this is difficult trying to come up with stuff to talk about. Hmm. Smoking the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne. I smoke so many of these things. It's ridiculous. I've probably gone through eight boxes of these in a couple years. Thanks for taking your sweet time there, bud. Well, I decided to go ahead and get a cup of coffee. To go along with your champagne. And wash off my champagne-covered hands after the bottle. Appreciate that. Appreciate the, uh, you know. I'm here for it. The sense of urgency of getting back out here. (laughs) That was, that was appreciated. So, now, now, that you ha- flounder. now that you have your phone, are you going to, you know, break out your show prep? Why not? I mean, that was kind of the point. Kind of the point. Kind of the point. So. Okay. So, let's take a look here. <sighs> and you're not even prepared. Oh, heavens no. You know, I give you credit for doing show prep, and then this is how, <laughs> this is how you repay me. It's did, like it's like every I time show I show up last night. Every time I think you're like right there, you're on the ball, you're you're finally getting it. Where did it go? That's when this happens. Oh, there we go. Okay, I found it. It took me a minute. My phone was on the charger. It's probably for the best too. Do do do. Well, and now This is riveting radio. I just want to point out, this is absolutely <laughs> riveting. We have probably wasted five minutes between you going inside and deciding. You're going to cut this off for No, the I'm show. not. Oh, I'm, you I'm should. Not. I don't do editing anymore, Jeff. Oh. That's the whole point. Well, now that, that we've sucks. started the video, I don't do editing. So I don't get to cut out all of your just like jacking around. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
So everybody gets to know why I'm so like triggered all the time, bittered and triggered all the time. Yes, exactly. And of course, the link I sent you won't work because why would it? Exactly. And why now, would it? And now I can't. And I sent it to you. I said, remember, I said I won't be able to find this tomorrow. Why <laughs> would the link work less than twenty four hours later? Okay. Okay, I found it. God, I, I found gonna, it. I found it. I am going to need to get drunk this episode. <laughs> okay, so I found this really cool piece on Reader's Digest of all places. Reader's Digest. Well, of course. It's RD.com. When Jeff does show prep, he goes to Reader's Digest. That and Country Living. So, okay. Do, you, do all the folks in the audience, I'm wondering, and I guess we could have them call in and tell us, you know, for the next show. We could. For the Ask the Boys. If they care. But, uh, do you, Nick, let me ask you this. Do you have any food traditions for New Year's? I mean, I eat, but no. <laughs> I mean, that's obvious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, guy. Got a little handsy there. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Keep telling you I don't like you like that. <laughs> so, one of us touched the other one. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> so, okay. So, food traditions. Um, I've got this list from Reader's Digest. It's the 15 New Year's Eve food traditions that bring you luck. One of the top ones is greens. Okay. You know, like if you look out in my garden right now, I've got my kale and my collard greens, you know, still going. Okay. Uh, a little French sorrel still kicking out there. Oh, so I can make I mean, a big. You got to have the French sorrel. You ever had it? It tastes like lemons. <laughs> it tastes lemony. No. Yeah, it's really good. Um, now, my family's tradition is the second one on the list, and it was beans. Your cigar is so going to be out. Um, it's still going. Look at that. Look at that. Impeccable construction. My God. So, beans. Uh, my family always did ham and beans, and that's our New Year's tradition. And, okay. again, a lot of these have different things with them, like the uh, uh, the greens are supposed to resemble money. Okay. So that's why you eat like kale or collard greens or spinach or whatnot. Okay. The beans. I could use more money next year. Well, couldn't we all? Um, yeah, the beans are actually uh, to symbolize coins, and that's why it's it's to help you be prosperous. I mean, I'd rather have dollar dollar bills than coins, but you know. I mean, if they're whatever. gold coins, doubloons and whatnot. You know. Yes, because you use a lot of doubloons <laughs> on a daily basis in the United States. <laughs> oh, cornbread. Cornbread is another one. I okay. Really, I, I, have you know, I have a friend of mine who's actually making cornbread for her grandfather for, for New Year's. And What's the deal there? Okay, so down south, um, apparently, here, Lucy Barkin, down south, apparently, it's uh, peas for pennies, greens for dollars, and cornbread for gold. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. So there there you go. I like cornbread. Uh, soba noodles. Take any excuse I can. You like soba over. noodles? I like soba noodles. I mean, they're noodles. Yeah, they're well Japanese noodles, yeah. but very, very good. They're actually made with buckwheat flour. I didn't know that. Okay, I was unaware. What's and the point of those? I couldn't tell you. Actually, Do they give it doesn't you yen? say. What's that? Do they give you yen? They might give you yen. yen. Yes, nice. They give you yen. There you go. Okay. Um, You'll win your samurai fights and whatnot. Oh, uh, okay. So it's it's to help bring on luck. That's okay. what the that's what the tradition is. Okay. Next up is grapes. I've never heard this before. Have you? I uh, know. I mean, I haven't heard of any of this, but you know, you've whatever. never heard of like food traditions. No, for New I Year's? haven't. Really? But, you know, whatever. But I mean, I like grapes too. So okay, what do I get from grapes? Um, 
let's see here. Okay, so the Spaniards pop a grape for each stroke of midnight, um, with each representing a page of the calendar uh, that's ahead. I didn't know that. Wait, what? Say they, that again. They'll eat 12 grapes at midnight. They'll eat, they'll eat a grape with every bong of the clock. Oh, yeah. okay. So is the I was like, are they eating 365 grapes? Because that's a lot of grapes. Well, I mean, it's not a desk calendar. It's like a wall calendar, a month oh, okay. at a time. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, okay. Or I presume. Yeah. That would be a lot of grapes. Would be, be a lot of grapes. It's like a choking hazard. 365 grapes. That would take a while. That's a lot of grapes to try to shove down. I, I mean, would not do that. I don't full. recommend it. You want to cut the grapes in two, by the way, for the kids. Definitely shit your brains out after that many grapes. Why do grapes make you crap? It's just fruit. I mean, I've never heard that. I'm just saying, you know, you eat that much fruit like that, you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of it. Mm, that's never anything that's been on my radar. <laughs> um, uh, pork. Everything makes you shit. What are you talking? Apparently, about? <laughs> pigs are a lucky New Year's Eve food. I didn't know that. I didn't think pigs were supposed to be lucky, but okay. Yeah. Well, it's not lucky for the pig. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, very unlucky for the pig. Mm-hmm. The meat itself is fatty, fattier than the other. Oh my god! It's another holiday that ham is applicable for. Exactly, just okay. like Thanksgiving. Well, no, 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 no. Thanksgiving belongs to the bird, but I will now say that ham can be either a Christmas, New Year, or Easter. Since the meat is a fattier meat, it's considered uh, to symbolize a fat wallet ahead. I had lasagna at Christmas. <laughs> you suck. It was good. I I had pizza rolls. You it did. Is. We won't go into that. I'm but say, I had, I had mean, pizza rolls. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. I offered you some lasagna, though. You did. You did. Uh, cake. Cake is also. It's got to be a ring-shaped cake, though, like a bunt cake. I like cake. 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 Anyway. I like cake. Uh, stems from the Greeks. Okay. And I guess apparently they would hide a... Uh, have a hidden coin in the cake, you know, kind of like a king cake. I was say, like New the Orleans, New Orleans yeah. king cake. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, fish. Now, Kristen's family. All right, actually did fish. This. I think maybe I have heard something. Yeah, Kristen's uh, grandfather. Or maybe that was Christmas. The whole twelve fishes or whatever. Wasn't it something like, like a shit ton of different fish? I don't remember the fish thing. in the twelve days of Christmas. Thing. No, there's some sort of hot tradition at Christmas with the like. Is there's it the call, se- there's the calling fishes calling or birds. something? No, damn There's it. some Here, French hens. Hang on. You're going to do that. Are they oh. French horns? You, what is it? Just, French hens or horns? Just keep going. So anyway, no, Kristen's family does that. Her grandfather um, always swore by it that you had to eat herring, like pickled herring on uh, New Year's. It's I gross. like pickled herring. Feast of the Seven Fishes. It is a long tradition of eating seafood on Christmas Eve Dating back to the Roman Catholic tradition of abstaining from eating meat on the eve of a feast day. But fish is meat. Fish does not qualify as meat. Practically a vegetable. I mean... Thank, thank you, period. A bit of I'm just saying, you know, everybody talks about... Yeah, it's the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Okay. It's an huh. Italian-American celebration on Christmas Eve. There you go. Pomegranates are another one. Okay. I actually have two pomegranates in there now, so I'll probably bust those out on New Year's. I did not know that they were a uh, tradition, but apparently it's to help bring more luck and fertility to the household. I'm going to throw away those pomegranates. <laughs> we don't need any fertility in the household. No, nope, you sure do. Uh, dumplings. So, okay, according to this website, uh, the seven fishes, you have marinated anchovies. I like those on now, pizza. Th- this is, of course, this website's recipes. I think you can adjust 
the the fish. But this one is talking about marinated anchovies, wild sea bass soup, fish tartare. Kick his ass, sea bass. Fish tartare, seafood pasta, baked fish, grilled fish, and fish with roasted fennel and olives. So I don't know. There's there's different ones that I've heard about. But yes, feast of the seven fishes. So dumplings, I think, are a little more for the That's Chinese New Year's. Okay. You know, the little, uh, I love a good steamed dumpling. Mm-hmm. Oranges, apparently, are one of the uh, mandarin oranges. I do like mandarin and oranges. And that, that goes back to the Chinese New mandarin Year as well. Mandarin oranges are baby crack. Oh, they're good. If you give mandarin yeah. oranges to babies, it's just like crack to those kids. Apparently, sauerkraut is real Ew. big in uh, Germany and uh, Eastern European superstitions <sighs> I'm about, about uh, I, New Year's. I'm not a sauerkraut guy. A heaping plate of sauerkraut means wealth. Gross. I'll stick with the green. Apparently, the, the Pennsylvania Dutch. Beans. Pennsylvania Dutch keep that going. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, and uh, I got. I think I got one more. Lentils, and I, I think that kind of goes back with the uh, beans. But uh, lentils are actually a New Year's tradition, and the Romans would give a le- leather bag of lentils in hopes that it would return as a bag of gold coins. Very cool. All right, then. Well, there you go. There's my show prep for the show. Well, now, since you talked about, you know, things to do on New Year's Eve to prepare for 2022, I thought it would be good to do a look back at 2021. Okay. But I'm not going to do a typical look back on 2021. Um, thanks oh, to... Oh, God, uh, no. Thanks to... No, you're not. Thanks to E-Bombs World. Oh, no. I have some demographics here. It's uh, Pornhub's 2021 Year in Review. I knew it. Um, so, <sighs> it... it now, look, we decided not to do that on the show. This, uh, this, this, this drills down some really intricate detail, <laughs> and I'm not going to get into all of it, because quite frankly, y'all are a bunch of sicko deviants. But... Um, it's true. But there's some of this that I actually do kind of find fascinating. Um... So apparently, the searches that define 2021, oh, the number one search on... So, you know, everyone expects me to do this, but I vetoed it. The number one still ser- doing it. search on Pornhub was hentai, uh, surpassing both Japanese and lesbian in the did, United did States. Did we ever decide that's the cartoon stuff, right? I'm pretty the sure. The anime? I'm pretty, well, okay. you can look it up here. You've got I, your I, phone. I don't care that much. H-E-N. I do, like, I want to look up hentai on my phone. And then get let's, all the Let's ads. be real. You've looked up way more deviant shit than hentai on your phone. That's valid. So, uh, followed up by romance, group sex, fitness, and swapping. Those are the top five. Um, going into... At least the, romance was out ahead. The Exactly. I mean, some of the other deviancy. So the most searched porn star on Pornhub for 2021 was Lana Rhodes. Not familiar. No idea. I mean, whatever. Um, I'll be honest. I... Don't really, yeah, we'll, we'll just move on. Um, amateur models don't care about that. Most search terms, we covered that. United States most re- top relative searches. Now, this is an interesting one because it breaks it down by state as to which or what was the uh, the top search term in that state. And okay. so um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch on the states that we have the highest listenership. Okay. Um, so, uh, California and Texas tend to be our two top biggest listener states. So, California, the top most searched term on Pornhub in 2021 yep. was Asian. Okay. Asian. That was California. That was California. Okay. Whereas Texas, it's thick Latina. <sighs> Why are we doing this? Sweet Jeebus. Um, 
Indi- <laughs> Indiana, which is also one of our big states, um, it's dildo. <laughs> Why? And then uh, I'll go ahead. Direct and your correspondence to Nick at cigarpulpit.com. I'll just go ahead and end it with Florida, which is BBC, and I'll let you all look that up yourself. I don't want to say the words. So um, big, big black, and I will just let you all make a big assumption as to what C would be. Um, top countries by cock. Traffic- is it cock? Um, top 20 countries by traffic, the United States, followed by United Kingdom, Japan, <laughs> France, and Italy, round out the top five there. Now, here's where things get interesting, okay? It is cock, right? Time spent per visit. The average visit duration worldwide is nine minutes and 55 seconds. That's a 29-second decrease in 29, or 2021 versus 2020. So we were spending about 30 seconds more on the site. In 2020, um, female visitors, female visitors, average 14 seconds longer than the male visitors to the site. I found that to be true. Um, <laughs> and then, in terms of states, <laughs> in terms of states, Why? Wyoming, Are we talking about this? Wyoming spends the most time on the site. 11 minutes and 3 seconds versus... What else do they have to do? Versus Colorado, who spends the least amount of time on the site at 8 minutes and 51 seconds. Okay. And that, you know what? That's probably the time it takes you to get from the bottom of the ski lift to the top. The most frequently watched time uh, to watch videos on Pornhub it would be from starting at about 10 p.m. until 1 a.m. with 11 p.m. and midnight being the strongest time frame. I mean, that kind of... Makes sense. Right before bed. Yeah. You know. Um, do, 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 do. We won't get into that. We won't get into that. <laughs> Wait. Wait. It's too bad for you to talk about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if I... Well, the top gaining category was big ass at 314%. So, apparently, we were really into the big butts this year. I cannot lie. Um... Boy, I really, I, I, I don't think I should get into that. Hold on. No. No, no. We're going to leave that go. We're going to add a protocol that. We're going to let that go. Um, <laughs> most viewed categories God. by gender. Japanese took the top spot for the men, whereas lesbian took the top spot for the women. However, Japanese was second for the women, and MILF was second for the men. Um, MILF. MILF. I'm familiar with that term. Um, yes, you are. Um... I'm holding up now. I know a couple of gilfs. Um, Now, you know what? Props to the Philippines. Proportion of female visitors. The Philippines, 52% of the traffic from the Philippines were female, whereas 49% were male. So, you know what? Hold on. It is what it is. Hold on. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm a frequent viewer of Pornhub, (laughs) but I'm familiar with the site. Uh Uh-huh. How do they know what that I'm a male? Oh, Jeff, they're probably getting all sorts of analytics from Google and everything like that. Okay. They, they know your IP address. They know, I've never... They know exactly who you are when okay. you go there, whether you have an account or not. I don't have... Who, who has an account? Why I do you mean, have to have an account? I'm just saying. Um, 
in terms of the age, 26% of the visitors... Do you have a Pornhub account? I do not, okay. no. Uh, 26% of the visitors ranged between 25 and 34, whereas 21% were between 35 and 44. Now, here's where things get kind of messed up, guys. 25% of the traffic to Pornhub, 18 to 24. Mm. And I have I have a point to all this, believe it or not, okay? I am getting to a point to all this. Um... Uh, God, they, I hope. They, they break down the categories by generation, be it Gen Z, Gen Y, Gen X, boomers, you know, that kind of thing. Um, okay. You know, and that's kind of bizarre as well when you look that up. It, it, it goes to show kind of how messed up some of us are. Like Gen X, the top category was cartoon. And Gen Y, you're into the Asians. Gen Z, you're into the lesbians. But boomers, you're just simple and you like the hand jobs. But anyway. Nope. Um. 83% are looking at it on their phone, which... Okay, I know, found that statistic interesting. Yeah, yeah. The phone dominates. And I will say, Android dom, uh, beats out Apple uh, 54% to 45%. Um, well, we kind of talked about that the other day. Yeah. That, that Apple tends to be a little more popular in the States, but I think worldwide Android is the more popular mm-hmm, device mm-hmm. on a worldwide now, basis. Now, here's where things also get kind of messed up. And this is this brings me back to that dem- age demographic, the eighteen to twenty-four. Okay. Traffic by game console. Apparently, you can oh, go no. to Pornhub on your video game consoles. Now, I'm gonna. I, this is where I'm gonna sound like the crotchety old man. I have an Xbox One, but quite frankly, if there's a browser, I I either don't use it or don't even know it's there. But uh, apparently, y'all do. That's disturbing. Sixty point six percent of the traffic. By game console comes from a PlayStation, whereas 36.8% comes from an Xbox. 2.2% comes from a PS Vita, which I think is like a little handheld deal. And then uh, 0.4% comes from a Nintendo. So evidently Nintendo somehow or another either locks it down or y'all aren't watching porn on Nintendo. Okay, I'm going to sound like a crotchety old man too. Why in the world would porn be able to be played on a video game console? Well, and then that brings me because that's—I mean—that's kids. Let's well, be honest. That's that's, that's that eighteen up. to twenty-four age demographic. Is it eighteen and, to twenty-four? Well, and see, and that's is the it, thing. Or is it twelve to seventeen? Or is Pornhub just not revealing the ages that go below eighteen because they don't want to like basically say, "Hey, our site's not locked down, and everybody can come and watch whatever they want, whenever they want." Yeah, it's not locked down at all. And I'll tell you, I contend that this easy access to pornography has just—it's bad. It's messed up. The sexual, like, identity of the country. I think. I think people have really. I, I actually. Agree I think with people you have this. really messed up views about sex as yeah. a result of access to so much. I don't want to call it deviancy because well, look, you do what but, you do, but like, you know. But it's. But it, we it, call a spade a spade. I mean, yeah. some things are deviant. I I like some deviant things. I I know you do because you voice them whoa, to whoa, me. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Anyway. But anyway, but but that's the thing, you know. It's like you and I always joke about. Back in the day, we had the Sears catalog you and know, and the National whatever. Geographic, and it's like you know whatever. Whereas now today, it's like you can literally watch whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want, and apparently even on what <laughs> device you want. So I don't know. It's it's bizarre. Play, play a little Zelda, watch some porn. I mean, if you have exactly now, this was an interesting thing. 
This points out the hourly traffic change during the October 4th Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp outage. Take a look at that spike there, buddy. Oh, wow. Their traffic on their site went up 10.5%. People got bored. During that period of time. Um, it's a massive spike in traffic during the day um, during during that blackout from Facebook. And, I, you know, that's interesting. Now compare that to Super Bowl 55 traffic where it drops it just drops what yep. during the Super Bowl so you know I mean we're concentrating on well yeah because you're usually at a party with a bunch of people and you don't want to be sitting there whacking off on the couch wait everybody's watching the kickoff precisely now uh, it does give a little bit of detail for our neighbors to the north and south so we'll start with Mexico here Mexico your most searched term was hentai followed by lesbians and then milf and um, Canada, that kind of that mirrored the U.S. a little bit. Canada also hentai, lesbian, and milf. So the North American uh, uh, viewers apparently are into similar stuff. I have never watched a cartoon porn. No, never. No, even back to Leisure Suit Larry, I've never done any of that. Leisure Suit Larry, See? man, Pull that's that right a, out of that's my ass. A freaking throwback right there, and a video game. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, jacked up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've become so that's a deviant the, society. That's, that's the Pornhub 2021 year in review. Yeah, I, that's uh, messed up. Thought I, I, you know, I just... It's not so much that, like... Come on. The gaming consoles bother me. Dude, I think these lighters are getting cold or something. They're yeah, wanting, they're they're not they're operating not correctly. Here, try it. I'm not wanting to fire up. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? This is so bizarre. Okay. And they're all full of, I mean, it's full of fluid. You can see it. We just got to keep these cigars going. Yeah. Cannot let them die. Um, anyway, so I, I, you know, look, yes, it's some, it's some adult topics and everything like that. But I thought it was kind of interesting that this site actually breaks down the details so yeah. dramatically like that. And I think it's interesting to see from a from a sociological standpoint I'll give you that. kind of where we are <laughs> in terms of viewing this kind of stuff. I don't know. I thought it was weird. I just did a accidental uh, inhale. <laughs> having, I've been ha- yeah, there you go. It was a retro hail. Oh I've been having gosh. issues with the uh the wind yeah. not carrying my smoke away or blowing it right at you. Mm. The pepper on that retro hail is strong. Yeah, I'm gonna try one. I shouldn't. Oh, try one. do it, dude. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> right. This is what I'm talking about. When people are like, "Oh, you should. You're a first time smoker. You should try the champagne. No the champagne." No, you this know is what? not a not this a is not, starter cigar. This is not a starter cigar. No, this is not a starter cigar. It's a good cigar, but even for me, this is a little much. It is. It is. I admit. So anyway, guess what, motherfucker? Well, it is that go. time, and normally this would be the time that we talk about three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. But because it is our New Year's Eve episode, yep. we're going to talk about five cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this year. Now, apparently, I am going to talk about five cigars. That I smoked and enjoyed this year on the show, whereas Jeff I'm is talk just going to talk five. about just in general. Yeah. Five <laughs> cigars I like. I mean, that's fine. Okay. You liked five In no show, particular right? order. Really? No particular order? No particular order. I was also no particular okay. order, so I don't really care. So, Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and go first? First up, I talk about it all the time. 
I love the cigar. I bought a couple over the weekend again. Uh, the Perla Del Mar Shade. Good cigar. It's one of my favorite cigar. cigars. I, I don't tend to run into that Connecticut bitterness with it towards yep. the end. Yep. It's just a nice, smooth, nutty cigar all the way through. Yep. Love it. Good cigar. There's number one. So my number one, well, or I should say, my first on my list, because again, no particular order, Yeah, uh, is the uh, Placencia Almafuerte. We smoked okay. that relatively early in the year. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with Placencia. They make fantastic cigars. Every one I've ever had has been really, really good. Great flavor, great construction, um, just immaculate cigars. Price point is maybe a little on the higher side for me for regular smoking. Yeah. However, they did put out a sampler um, prior to Christmas that I bought myself. It was like 85 bucks, but it was um, five cigars mm. for $85, which if you know Placencia, they normally run anywhere between 15 and 20 something dollars for a cigar. So I, it was a deal. It was a good deal. So that's why I went ahead and pulled the trigger on that. But guys, Placencia Almaforte, fantastic cigar. Pretty sure that's the red band one. And, um, not sure. Uh, and if I'm right, the one that we smoked on the show, I don't know if it was Elaine Sarah or not. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Placencia Almaforte, amazing cigar. Okay. And I'm going to throw this next one out. It's a shout out to our studio sponsor, Jerry Tobacco, the Aladino Cameroon. Okay. And in whatever, I guess whatever Vitola you would pick. Yeah. You know, some some are better than others. I I and it's I, not that, it's I celebrate not that, the whole catalog. It's not that the summer. It's not that any of them are bad, but in my opinion, the Elegante is. You like that Lancero? That don't is you? that is that is in my opinion the Elegante or. Um, I'll go ahead and give you the uh, the um, oh my god I'm locking up on it not the Rothschild the uh, not the Robusto the littler one no I know which one you're talking about I can't think of it either it's um, like a Corona it's it's yeah yeah but um, is it a double Corona no what is that damn it I don't remember now not the Rothschild there hold on anyway but yeah the littler one than the uh, uh, Lonsdale yeah the Lonsdale Lonsdale okay. good cigar yeah. Yep, I I'll, I'll smoke any of them. I like them all. Um, I've had the different sizes, different times. I will give you that uh, that Lancero or what do they call it? Elegante. The Elegante. Elegante. Uh, the Elegante. It, it's where you get, I think, the best combination of that Cameroon tobacco with the rest of the cigar. Indeed. Yeah. Great yep. cigar. Yep. Well, uh, speaking of the uh, Jerry Tobacco Aladino Love. My next one on my list is the Aladino Corojo Reserva. Um, specifically, in my case, a little strong for my taste. Well, but but I but I smoke it. I'll smoke it later in the day. You know, a third or fourth cigar, not a yeah. first cigar. But specifically, in my case, I'm referring to the number four. Uh, it's their annual you love that number four. annual November release. Uh, yep. It's a little smaller than the Robusto. It just, I mean, the Robusto is the way to go for you're just you know normal everyday you know purchasing and smoking yeah um of this cigar but uh the number four if you can get your hands on it is like the way to go in my opinion i mean the flavor on it is just so intense the spice level and intensity and everything it's just it's great and they come out with it every november yep. limited amount of boxes put out in the world um i know there's some still available at some brick and mortar so like if your brick and mortar carries um Aladino, I'm, I mean, 
I feel like Dan has a box in his front cabinet. I thought he did. But I don't know how many are left in that box, so you might be able to get some from Riverman, but like... But any of them are good. Yeah. Oh, no. The, yeah. If you can't get the, the number four, the Robusto is the way to go. Yeah. The the Robusto on that cigar, it just it, it has the best flavor, and it just it just pops. I love it so much. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go back to an oldie but a goodie. Okay. The Flor de las Antillas. Okay, from my father. My father's cigar. It is one of my favorite cigars. I just picked one up at the hill. We were over there this weekend, and I picked one up. Um, that That's a go-to cigar. If I walk into a lounge, and I go into the humidor, and I, I'm just lost. I'm lost in a sea of cigars. I always know that I can run to that. There you go. So, good cigar. All right. And, and actually... A little meaty for my normal palate, yeah. but it's just, there's something about that cigar that really works for me, and I like it. Well, good. Well, my next one is one that received a lot of accolades this year, uh, winning Cigar of the Year from the Cigar Authority, winning, I'm wanting to say, uh, just recently was awarded a prize from Cigar Journal. It's the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. You've raved about that thing. I love the Maduro, and you know what? It's a box press. It's a soft box press, but it's a box press. Yeah. And um, it's it's just such a great cigar. The the chocolatey notes, the spice, the the earthiness. I mean, just it's it's just such a fantastic cigar. Yeah. I love the Perdomo uh, Reserve 10th Anniversary Maduro. Okay then. Uh, I am I'm going my number four cigar. I'm gonna go back to one that everybody knows is going to be on my list. It's the Yagua. <laughs> yeah. And the third round of those things just came out, and I saw people getting boxes of them. I grabbed eight from Dan. I didn't want to take the whole box because I wanted other people to be able to get some. Yeah. But what an incredible cigar. Just, I know it's a limited release, but when you can get it, get it, and you're going to thank me. I've got my box chilling in the humidor. Yeah. Yeah, you did buy a box. I That's right. I got a box when the, the second round of them. Yeah. Yep. And that that is a that's one of those cigars that I just look forward to, and you know it's the second Newman on my list, second yep. J C Newman, but just an incredible cigar. So my fourth one is one that I feel very fortunate to have been able to smoke. Um, it is the Padron Black One Hundred. It came out of the CRA sampler. I have that, not had that. Well, no, because we did that CRA sampler with Dan. Mm-hmm. Remember. It was the cigar. But right. I didn't have that one. No, you picked yeah. out the... Um, oh, the fine and rare. The fine and rare. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Which is not on my list, but... How did that... You literally said that's the best cigar you've ever smoked. Okay, but it's How a, did that not make your list? But it's a $25 cigar. Who cares? It's one of the okay, ones well, you smoked there, and enjoyed this year. There, let me put it this way. That one's the honorable mention then, because <laughs> it it is the best cigar I've ever smoked, getting, but I've only had one of them ever in my life. We're getting blown out with the sun. Here. We are getting blown out. Um, I do have uh, one from another year chilling in my humidor Okay, as we speak. Okay. I did buy an extra one, but well, it was, I think, nineteen the, the 2017, I believe. So I had that uh, Padron Black 100. Uh, on that episode that we did with Dan, where yep. we talked about the Cigar Rights of America um, yep. sampler pack, and it was a limited Padron, only available in the uh, in the pack. There, uh, I think Dan I pointed out in that episode that it was I think the second year that they'd done that. Just amazing. I mean, you can't really go wrong with Padron. 
uh, even their thousand series. Yeah. Um, Good cigars, but uh, but my God, that Padron Black just had such intense, awesome flavor, and it was just constructed beautifully. The burn on it was immaculate. Just like I, I that was one of the highlights of the year for me was smoking that Padron. Okay, such a good cigar. My number five. I am going to deviate from our normal path here. I am going to tell you guys it's a house cigar. House cigar. It's a house cigar. Long Ash. Oh, well, there you go. In Ybor City down in Tampa. The uh, My favorite is the Connecticut, although I bought, a, you saw, I mean, you I bought, bought a metric yes, shit ton of those cigars. Because I like their cigars, but their Connecticut just scratches where I itch. And cool. I want to throw a shout out. Any any of those stores, I haven't found a bad cigar in Ybor City. Okay, let me just say that. Yeah. Whether it's uh, Nica Habana or, you know, some of the other shops. There's every third shop on that street. What is it, 7th? Is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Every, every other shop, every third shop, every fourth shop is a cigar store. And they're all hand rolling. They're all doing their thing. But that Long Ash Connecticut is just an incredible cigar. I did not buy enough of them when I was there. <laughs> you out already? I'm not out, but I've got some barber poles left, but I'm out of the Connecticut. I've smoked all oh those. Oh, my gosh. Because they're so good. Dude, that wasn't even a month ago we were down there. I know. <laughs> I, bought, I bought 25 cigars, but I only got like five or six of the Connecticut. I, I should have just bought the Connecticut. I wonder if you can call them and have them do a shipment. Brittany, told, Brittany right? Yeah. Yeah, she told me that. That because I told her I said well I got to stock up while I'm down here and she goes well, we'll we'll mail order and I said well I don't want to pay the shipping she goes oh you order enough we'll take care of you oh nice yes so now we'll see if that if that actually works you know when I call to order okay but those are great cigars great price point on them yeah you know and they're all home, you know handmade best I can tell all in the shop right there and they do an incredible job so that's that's my number five cigar very cool. Well, my number five cigar is one that uh, I may have inadvertently shit on at some point um, when talking about its sister cigar. Um, I didn't necessarily mean to. I was just mostly clarifying which version of the cigar we were discussing. Oh, it's got three letters. But uh, I, it's the uh, the one that I'm putting on my list for 2021 is the Ashton VSG. Not the E. Not the E. Okay. We, but the E is a good cigar, we, too. The E is a fantastic yeah. cigar. But the VSG, little lower price point on it, but amazing flavor. Really, it has more spice to it, I think, than the ESG does. Yeah. Um, just a great cigar. And that came out of one of the, my monthly cigar uh, boxes as well. There you go. Now, I do have a couple of honorable mentions. Go ahead. Since you, you, I, you I did the, I did the fine, fine and rare. rare. Now, that's Alec Bradley, right? The fine uh, and rare? That is Alec yeah. Bradley, yes. So, for my honorable mentions, the first one is the JFR Connecticut, which is one that you actually brought back from Kansas City. Yes, I did. I'll tell you what. I don't smoke many Connecticut's. You don't. But that Connecticut has something going on. It does. It's not... I think Barry Stein says that it's not your grandfather... Or not your father's Connecticut. Yep. Um, it's just an amazing cigar. I really, really do enjoy the JFR Connecticut. The next one on my list also came out of one of the uh, my monthly cigar boxes. Oh, by the way, do you need some more champagne? I do not. You sure? I can hook you up. I'm sure. I'm, right. I'm, I'm sure. I know nope. you have plenty, but okay. I have things to do today. Yes. Um, Sadly, anyway. so do I. Uh, I got my work Christmas party tonight. So, well, then bring it to that. Um, but anyway, uh, the next one up is the Diamond Crown Maximus from oh, our friends over there yep. at J.C. Newman. Again, 
fantastic cigar, great flavor. It's a dark cigar. You think it's going to be really heavy, but yep. it's not. It's got some just. It's just an amazing, amazing cigar. Yep. Finally, on my list is one that uh, we smoked again out of a my monthly cigars box, and it's it's a brand that. I don't give a lot of love to only because, quite frankly, is it Gurkha? Most uh, no, it's, <laughs> I don't give any love to Gurkha. Um, I, it's one that I don't give a lot of love to because, quite frankly, most of the selection uh, in their lineup it just doesn't hit my palate yeah. and everything. But it's the Rocky Patel Vintage 2006 Maduro. You have raved about that cigar since you had it. It was so yeah. good, and and. You know, I kind of hate. I to like be, Rocky Patel. I kind of hate to be surprised, you know, like and, and act surprised because, look, Rocky's done a lot of good things for the industry and everything yeah, he has. like that. And look, he's a big brand. I mean, he's 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 not a small brand by any means. But by and large, a lot of his cigars don't hit my palate in the way that I would be like, yeah, you know what, yeah. that that you know whatever. But like that cigar did, and it just was so good. And okay. yes, I I the Rocky Patel. Vintage 2006 Maduro. Really like that. Cigar. Yeah, you've raved about that. So, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, you you mentioned that came to us out of the My Monthly Cigar Box. Nick, what is My Monthly Cigars? This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week. So, take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks. It's so, so nice to hear from Pinky. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Pinky. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Pizza rolls, huh? Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Pizza rolls. Okay. Um, I loved my pizza rolls. <laughs> they were really good. Did I bought you microwave this, them. Yes, of course. I bought you this did. giant bag. <laughs> Our toaster oven's gone. I couldn't find the toaster oven. I, but uh, I bought office. this giant bag. Yes, in my office. I bought this giant <laughs> bag of pizza rolls, and oh, they were so good. I hadn't had good. Pe- I bought some one night at a gas station. I won't say it was Motomart in Freeburg. After we recorded, I won't they say that. They have pizza rolls up there? Well, no, they don't. Oh. <laughs> they have what they call pizza rolls. Okay. But I, when I nuked them. You mentioned pizza rolls the other night, and I went searching for some, but Casey's oh. didn't have any. No, don't go there. <laughs> um, go get them at Dollar General. They've got a giant, well, I'm sure Schnooks and everybody else, but it's the Tostino or whatever. It's the name brand ones. The ones I got at the uh, Moto Mart were an off brand, and they were hollow. Oh God! Oh, they were—they were just <laughs> oh, horrible. God. But these were full, and they were meaty, Hollow and they pizza were pizza rolls. Yeah, that's it a, was. Yeah, that's a cock tease right there. It was really. Yeah, I threw most of them out. <laughs> oh God! But the the ones that I had the other day, it was the three meat one, and they were packed full, and they were awesome. Okay. Yeah. You like, like your like your pizza rolls be packed full of meat, huh? You got that right. <laughs> We're going to start seeing pizza rolls showing up on the 2022 Pornhub year in review? You never know. They may, uh, <laughs> maybe I'm shooting for a sponsorship. From Pornhub? Tostinos. Oh, okay. I mean, you know. I hey, take the Pornhub money, too. I ate a lot of party pizzas back in the day. Mm-hmm. Those things are horrible, but, you know, I ate a lot of them. I like Jack's Pizza. You know, for a cheap are, yep. frozen pizza, Jack's Pizzas are really good. Now, here in St. Louis, we've got that one brand, uh, that Mama Lucia's. Yeah, I've had that. 
it's a little higher than Jack's, yeah. but it's it's pretty good. It's got that Provel cheese that everybody either loves or hates. The plastic cheese, yeah. that we love here in St. I Louis. I love it, but some people hate it. So well, we're from St. Louis. You have to love it. It's true. Yeah, burns the shit out of your mouth if you catch oh. it when it's hot, though. I had to watch that with the pizza rolls because I remember oh, that as a yes. kid. Yes, pizza rolls. My God, the little pockets of freaking lava. Yeah, you bite down on that, and the molten lava just spews and onto the roof of your mouth, and it and it sticks. Like, you can't get it off. Like, it's just burning through your skull. That's what she said. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, God, I hope that's not what she said. Ugh. Both of them better go to the doctor in that eventuality. It's true. It's true. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, all right then. So, Jeff, uh, I'm about maybe a little bit past halfway you're creeping I'm headed up towards the final on the third. final yeah. third of the uh, Perdomo Reserve 10th anniversary champagne very good cigar it's paired nicely with the Corbel champagne and it everything. has now I, you you bought Corbel yeah. is that your brand of champagne um i tend to go for the moscato de asti i like moscato moscato de asti it tends to be a little sweeter this I like has moscato. a little bit this is a little more bite it's a little bit more bite a yeah. little bit more I don't. I want to say bitterness, but it's not as sweet. Yes, you know, agreed. But it's so it's good. more it's more like actual. But champagne. I tend to notice that with it's a California champagne. So let's be honest. It's exactly. It's I tend to notice that white wine. with um, California. Whenever I buy um, a Moscato, I always try to get Moscato from Italy because it's just infinitely sweeter yeah. than any Moscato that comes out of California. Yeah, but you know, I'm trying to buy American. So look at us talking about wine. Who knew? I mean, we're fucking Renaissance men, for God's sakes. <laughs> we're, here, we're something. We're we're guys. Look at just the sheer amount of information you got from this episode. Okay, there's yeah. no way you didn't learn something in ham this and episode. beans and porn. You learned exactly. You learned about <laughs> New Year's tra- food traditions. You got the drill down of the 2021 year interview for Pornhub, and now we're talking about where to get the proper Moscato. <sighs> we are Renaissance men, aren't we? Cheers. Anyway, as we crack the glasses. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Well, you can find more of this kind of Renaissance uh, knowledge on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit, as well as at... Uh, that was a good transition. As as I at, like that. At Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Kind of my page. This is literally the last time I will mention at Naked Gator until you fix the password situation. We talked about changing my name. We did. I don't know. I mean, I thought you could do it. I don't know. I don't I'm know. Just, I'm second guessing myself I'm now not that I'm one, on tape. I'm not the one that actually came up with the name. Neither am I. It was in our. All it was our our friend with the whiskey. Yes, Jen. Jen. Yep. And um. Yep. And uh, it it kind of does kind of have a little bit of a pervy tone it, to it. It does. You know. It I mean, does. it it fits you. Well, yeah. But, but at I don't the same want. Time, I don't want to just telegraph that right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing to be pervy; it's another to tell everyone. But see, I think it—I it, think it telegraphs it too much. Yes, you're not as pervy as that name would actually like. Well, not that you know, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, and everybody heard that. Everybody heard that. For all the insinuations that you put out there, and all the different like things that you throw out there, I don't know I what you're talking want, about. You bring all of that to me. I don't do that to you. I, I just comment on things you say, and everyone I, knows it. I'm innocent. Everyone listening I'm knows innocent. it. I'm innocent. I say things that you then take out of context and make dirty. 
Because it's fun. But it's not what I mean, and you know that. <laughs> I don't know it. You do well, okay. No, I'm pretty <laughs> overt whenever I'm like, I'll, if I'm if I'm saying something wretched with the intention of saying it wretched, I'm like, oh, that's what she's like. You know, that kind of thing. It's like, you don't talk about Pornhub on the show. <laughs> Mustard and biscuits. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> we did have breakfast the other day. We did. It was nice. Over at Gary's. Mm-hmm. Yep. We talked about that, I think, on the last show. We did, but it was... We did that right before we... I can honestly say that's the first time I think we've ever had breakfast in the morning that I recall. We've had... What are you talking about? We had breakfast practically every day down in Tampa. Well, okay, but that was that was more brunch. I was eating, I well, was eating bagels with salmon yes, on them. Yes, in all fairness, it was a little later in the yeah. morning, but that's only because, you know... But this was an actual vacation. breakfast. I was sleeping like in. You biscuits know? and gravy and hash browns and big pieces of country ham. We went all out. Yeah, we don't typically... Well... If we we don't typically do breakfast because typically neither one of us is up quite no, that early. No, if we do breakfast, it's usually at 2 or 3 in the morning. The fact that you were in the car on the road calling me at 9 o'clock saying, get up, let's go get breakfast. I was no. just like, who is this and what have you done with Gator? <laughs> you know, it's like, you're not supposed to be up for another hour and a half. I least. was enjoying my Christmas weekend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, all I've had is pizza rolls. I need to get some mm-hmm. breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that was the day after Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, that's great. Well, Nick, it's been a show, buddy. It's been a year. It has been a year. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but man, I'm glad it's over, and I wish it would just yeah, go away. I know. I know. I'm looking forward to 2022 to some degree, because I'm hoping that maybe we might start- 2022, the revengening. Yeah, the revengening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm hoping that's not the case, but- Me too. You know, there's some good stuff on the horizon. You know, we've got uh, TPE coming up at the end of January. You know, oh, and we have a guest lined up. Broccoli Rob. Oh, that squirrel is like jumping around in the tree there. Um, <laughs> You're like that dog on uh, Up. Squirrel. Squirrel. Anyway, uh, Broccoli Rob's going to be opening up his lounge mm-hmm. uh, in That's exciting. Uh, I'm happy early for him. 2022. I'm looking forward to that. You know, we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up to look forward to and everything. I just, you know, yeah. I, 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 I There's do. a lot of good on the horizon if we can just get there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. We are coming into another election year, which, God. That can't come quick enough. God. In my mind. I just, I'm so tired. Thank you. And by the way, I wanted to give one shout out of thank you to Joe Manchin. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Yep. Thank you, Joe Manchin. Um, What else? I don't know. You know, it's, it's. It's been a year. I didn't, yeah. you know, look, nobody saw 2020 coming. I think a lot of people had high expectations for returning to normal in 2021. That kind of happened, but not not full, like it should Not have. enough and not fully. It, it happened and, enough, uh, but didn't to really make it a jacked up year, mm-hmm. at least for me and my business. And, you know, 2020. No, you're right. It, it, we, had, we were forced to start the return to normal. Yeah. But nobody did it enough Yeah, that it, pretty much everybody's still, you're threading this fine line yeah. or threading the needle, straddling the fine line, whatever, of- On of, the fence. Of trying to- uh, What other, what other I don't ways know. can I, we say I, it? I, yeah. I don't know. But, you know, of trying to stay in the 2020 mindset, but at the same time- Move on. Move on, because quite frankly, everybody's going to go poor and, and like homeless if we don't start to move on, you yeah. know? And, uh, well, well, we just need the government more. No, 
that's not the answer. But that's what they want to be the answer. Well, that's what's causing all of our inflation problems right now. But anyway, yeah, just guys, just remember what's happened to gas in the last year. Anyway, that's mm. all, enough said right there. Where, well, did you hear? Well, that was a good way to end this. I mean, it's <laughs> like, let's just shit all over everything, talk about how bad the year was. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Burton. You know, it's like whatever, and just kind of move on from there. Let's go. Brandon. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, it. Uh, I'll tell you what, that one of these trip companies, and I don't even remember who it was, put out a thing saying the gas is going to be over $4 in the coming year. <sighs> That'll kill my business. I won't That'll lie. kill a lot of people's high, business. High gas prices will kill my business. And, you know, it's... it's well, not to mention here in Illinois, we've got another spike in uh, minimum wage. And we have another spike in the gas tax coming soon yeah. in July because our... Because they built it in now. They built it in. Yeah. But, you know... Boy, we're getting bitter here at the end. Unlike the Perdomo <laughs> Champagne, which does not have that Connecticut bitterness in no. the like last little bit. This is it, a good cigar. It does build up in strength and intensity. Yes. I mean, I, you're further along than I am. I mean, are you getting that? I I'm, mean, in, I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to do another retro hail because the two I did were pretty oh, do harsh. It, do it. Do it. Do it. No. Do it. Do it. You got to do the final third retro hail. Oh, God. You got to. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that people can watch the retro hails now. You know, this is something that Nick Gervais was talking about multiple times when we were doing calls with him. He was always like, ah, I wish you guys could see this. It's so funny. Well, now you can. You can watch the retro hails. Yeah. And I like the fact that I found it's a cigar. still burning. I like the fact that God. I found a cigar that, so. that you react on the retro hail as I typically do. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. But. Oh, oh man, <coughs> it's anyway. still burning the nostrils. Well, with that, with that, we'll go ahead and close out 2021. Thank God. And here's uh, to a better year, guys. I was say, here. here is to 2022, and hopefully a better year. Cheers to the mid. Ah, well, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. Now, okay, here's the time, guys, that you want to queue up the podcast for, like, right before midnight, okay? And so what's going to happen is Gator and I are going to count down to midnight for you. You ready? This is weird. It is weird. So so you want to go? 17. What? S- 16. 15. 14. Why'd you start at 17? 13. 12? 11. 10? Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. You magnificent bastards. <laughs> <laughs>